Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, October 23rd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, mayors of cities near St. Louis Lambert International Airport feel left out of the conversation about whether to lease it to a private operator. Bridgeton Mayor Terry Briggs says many residents have a negative association with the airport ever since it displaced one-third of that community's population to make room for a new runway. From the resident standpoint, there's a lot of fear as to what is the airport doing now. Now what are they going to do to the city of Bridgeton? St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff speaks with mayors who say they are looking for answers. First, the news. Fallout continues over funding issues with the Loop Trolley. As St. Louis Public Radio's Julio Donahue reports, the St. Louis County Council wants the federal government to investigate the trolley's finances. The council voted Tuesday night to ask the federal government to audit the Loop Trolley. Councilman Mark Carter says he wants to know how the trolley spent $52 million on a two-mile route. This project has been plagued with uh, all kinds of mismanagement, in my opinion. Uh, they've uh, underestimated their, their uh, uh, ridership. Uh, they've had delays, cost overruns. The Loop Trolley Company says it could provide more information about its finances if the county held a trolley hearing. It requested $200,000 in emergency funding. Without that extra money, the trolley is in danger of shutting down. I'm Julie O'Donohue, St. Louis Public Radio. The county council has also approved eight of nine nominees to the board of freeholders. That's the group that could put a merger proposal between St. Louis and the county before voters. Council presiding officer Ernie Trakis says he put off the vote on D. Joyner. Ms. Uh, Joyner has not been able to um, appear before the Committee of the Whole, because she's out of the country, so we have her scheduled for next week. Cheryl Milton-Roberts, Carol Stroker, Jason Wilson, Katie Forand, Fred Searcy, Alan Garcia, and Mark Modavani have all been approved by County Council. More meetings are planned today in the city to discuss Mayor Lida Cruzen's picks for that Board of Freeholders. General Motors says it will pump $1.5 billion into the Wentzville plant as part of that contract proposal designed to end a five-week strike by members of the United Auto Workers. The Post-Dispatch says it has a document showing the automaker would make the, quote, next generation of mid-sized pickup trucks in Wentzville. The proposal also retains 2,000 hourly jobs at the plant for at least four years. There are about 4,000 hourly workers in Wentzville. They are slated to vote on the national contract offer tomorrow. Central Illinois, including Quincy, is getting a new area code. Beginning in 2021, new phone numbers will start with 447. Here's reporter Brian Mackey. The new area code will overlay the existing 217, which covers Quincy, Springfield, Decatur, Champaign-Urbana, and Danville. An overlay means people can keep their existing numbers, and officials say anyone who wants a 217 area code will probably still be able to get one. Otherwise, in a year and a half, new landlines and cell phones will get the new digits. And everyone in the region will have to dial the full 10-digit number for every call. I'm Brian Mackey. Our fantastic team of reporters and editors 
puts in the work to make the gateway possible every day. And we'd like your thoughts, feedback at stlpublicradio.org or write a review wherever podcasts are available. And thanks. While companies are expressing interest in privatizing St. Louis Lambert International Airport, there's no deal yet. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, mayors from cities including Bridgeton and Woodson Terrace say people who could be affected most by privatization feel left out. Just off Interstate 70 across from the airport, construction workers are building a Best Western Plus hotel. Woodson Terrace Mayor Lawrence Besmer looks up at the progress. We're getting along pretty good. He says the new hotel is a big deal for the 4,000 residents in his city, where much of the infrastructure is aging. But Besmer worries the success of this hotel and another one planned hinges on what ultimately happens across the street. That's where officials are discussing whether to lease the airport to a private operator. Well, I worry for these guys. You know, I I don't want these hotels to go belly up. We want them to be very successful. If a company takes over the airport, Besmer says he expects them to develop the 1,200 acres of airport-owned land around it. And he fears that could mean fierce competition for these hotels. The airport plays a crucial role in the well-being of Woodson Terrace and many other municipalities. But Lambert belongs to the city of St. Louis, and Besmer doesn't get a say in what happens to it. It would just be nice to know what's going on, you know. We can't plan without knowing what they're doing, so it's hard. That's why this week Besmer is sending a letter to St. Louis Mayor Leda Krusen. The letter calls for greater transparency in the privatization process and a sit-down meeting to brief local mayors. So far, the mayors of Edmondson and St. John have also signed the letter. They're hoping more will join. But Krusen says there's not much to discuss yet. Well, there's no deal now, first of all. And so how would we inform them about how this non-existent deal would affect their community? But yes, if we decide to move forward with a proposal, then I think absolutely we ought to talk to everybody. Krusen doesn't see much downside for communities if a deal improves the airport. But without many details about what a private operator would do, mayors in the region aren't so sure. From the entrance of the Berry Hill Golf Course in Bridgeton, you can see planes landing over a grassy field. A few decades ago, more than a third of the city's population was forced to leave this area to make room for a billion-dollar runway. Down the road at City Hall, Bridgeton Mayor Terry Briggs says negative memories of the buyout are still fresh in residents' minds. From the residents' standpoint, there's a lot of fear as to what is the airport doing now. Now what are they going to do to the city of Bridgeton? You know, and it's up to us as elected officials here in this city to say, unless you can start answering these questions, we're not going to be so positive on our privatization. But are we going to have a voice? It's not our property. Briggs says he'd like to be able to reassure residents they won't be affected this time around. But the truth is, he doesn't know. He's frustrated. Much of the discussion about privatization has taken place behind closed doors. While consultants have surveyed thousands in St. Louis about airport privatization, there's been no effort to gauge how residents around the airport feel. Paul Payne, who leads the group, says it's too early to determine potential impacts. He says it won't be clear until the city gets concrete proposals detailing what companies have in mind, and that will still be several months from now. But I would expect that if we get to that point, that any potential for development would be more of a positive development rather than on the negative side.
Back in Bridgeton, Mayor Briggs says, sure, there could be the potential for new jobs. He'd like to see maybe a logistics center go in. But before he's ready to rally behind a private operator, he says he needs a lot of questions answered. What impact is that going to have? Is it going to be another negative on us? Are they going to ask for more property? Are they going to try and put stuff in that we don't necessarily agree with? Those are the things that we need to resolve. In the meantime, Briggs says he and other mayors in the area are planning to study the potential impact on their communities themselves. While St. Louis may own the airport, Briggs says he just hopes people realize that whatever decision they come to will have a long-lasting effect on the entire region. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Follow me on Twitter at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt. And from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.